Start talking about Antonio Madaris, and all of a sudden you want Mexican food. Oh man, I could tell you about this video game, Brent. Just Cause Two. You know that, eh? Yeah. So good. I, and I love Just Cause One. What's this have to do with Badaris? The main character is Badaris. <laughs> Brent, didn't we have an Antonio Banderas party once? Yes, we did. I do There's believe. More, yeah. <laughs> we all dressed up and went to see Take the Lead. Oh yeah, I, remember. I believe we I went to a theater filled with like fourteen-year-old girls watching a dance movie, and then there was all of us in like full dress clothes with like flowers in our hair and on our shirts, <laughs> like dancing in the theater, like like feel the beat. <laughs> it's like a we had a take the lead movie release party, and then Darius themed. Actually, when you call me on my cell phone, Trevor, the picture of you pops up is you dressed as Banderas with a rose in your mouth. <laughs> yes, I think we need to. I think we need to find that video, uh, that uh, that photo, and put it up on the website. Me, I think there's one where I'm seductively dancing with a lamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, those were strange times. <laughs> College experiment. And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Alright, so Episode 5 of Here Comes Some Wisdom I'm Trevor I'm Carter And I'm Brent Alright, so it's been a busy week for us, hey Brent? Oh, this has been a huge week We got some sun Yeah Trevor and I were down In lovely L.A. Both Los Angeles. To, I had to stay up here in Canada. Yeah, we were down Not there. Fun. Well, we had to go to LA. I wanted to watch Battle for LA, so <laughs> figured in in LA. Right. Where else? What? I mean, that's just one of the things, right? You watch a movie where it's filmed, <laughs> right? <laughs> Think about that in application. Some of the places you get you get to watch movies. <laughs> Titanic. It's like rent a boat. The projector. I'm watching this movie. Leave me alone. So yeah, we were down in we were down in Hollywood. So you guys met with uh we you know four episodes in blew up pretty big. We, we had, had to talent acquire agent. a talent agent. So yep. yep, we met with them and then they met with, they hooked us up with some other clients of theirs to make the show even better. Give us advice. Give us interviews. So I'm not gonna lie. We have a pretty awesome interview with a certain celebrity who yeah. is maybe um. Maybe maybe appeared to kind of be losing his uh, his grip on reality in the last couple of weeks, but he's guaranteed to make the ratings of the show even better. That's right. Yeah. I wouldn't say goal. celebrity; I'd say friend. friend yeah, yeah, we know him. Friend of the I've, cast. You guys have met him. I've just talked to him on the phone and uh, and through email. But he yeah, might we come we party. We lived the we lived the uh, the lifestyle. Yeah, I had a doctor's appointment. I had to stay up here. I hope you. I hope the talent agent wasn't saying, you know, two man podcaster, the new hot. Maybe you should get rid of that, Carter. I think they called it sort of a two and a half men podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
California love. Carter, I want you to start the segment, and I want it to come in just strong, like you always bring the heat. Okay, ready? So I don't drink coffee, I don't go to coffee shops, <laughs> so I don't got much to talk about coffee shops. How about you, Trevor? You go to coffee shops all the time, as we learned from episode one. See anything interesting? Maybe hanging on the walls or something? <laughs> Carter, that was the best intro I've ever gotten. I was in a coffee store the other day, some hipster coffee shop, and I look on the wall, and there's these, like, just craptastic paintings, like, just bad, like, just, they just look like some terrible artist was being a jerk, and, like, they, all they are, every single picture is just cats. It's like cartoon, bad cartoon cats, like cats holding hands, cats in a spaceship, you know, a king cat and a queen cat, and like a cat eating dinner. And that like sounds cat- awesome. And are these like realistically done or pretty abstract? They're, they look like somebody was trying to be somewhat realistic but has no idea of what reality is. I don't <laughs> – it's just just bad, hey? And, I, and then after a while, I was kind of like looking. I'm like, you know what? Those paintings are actually kind of cool. Like, they're kind of cute, I guess. They're different. And then I look at the thing, and it's, I look, and it's in a coffee shop. Also, it's $400 for this, like, little painting of, a, like, a cat in a spaceship. Poorly done, right? And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. 400 bucks for a cat, like, a bad cat picture that's barely comprehensible. And then I look, and it's like, artist. Age seven. <laughs> this seven you might be onto something. They're, start, yeah. sev- They're starting young now. <laughs> so this think- kid is painting pictures of cats because she likes cats, and her parents are slinging them for four hundred bucks a pop in some coffee shop. Now her name. Uh, we we got to. Can we put this up on the blog? Yeah, I, can I think I think that. we got to put. I don't. I don't know whether I love this or I hate this. I don't know, I, and I don't know whether I love the kid or I hate the kid yet. I can't decide yet because I don't think the kid's involved in the business side of things. I think the kid, no. I think the kid's just like, yeah, I'm painting cats, and then like the mom and dad are like, oh, yeah, they'd be like, so child, how much should we charge for this? I don't know, maybe twenty dollars. Ah, yeah, okay, yeah, this okay. Well, I'll, another twenty. She's like, I'll tell you what, I'll give you thirty dollars if you sell it for four hundred. So I'm not sure if yeah. the cat. I, I'm not sure if the kid knows about the business side of things yet, considering she's seven. But but her name is Mercy Faulkner, and we're gonna put a link up to her cats. Now there's a couple people that Carter, you need to see these cats because it's right up your alley. Brent, you need to see them. Uh, Isabel and Patty, if you're listening, I think you would probably legitimately want to buy some of these paintings. So uh, check them <laughs> out. Anyone else that's into cats and creepy cat pictures? Check it out, mercyfaulkner.com. There's a gallery at age five, I think, and there's a gallery at age seven. Now, progressed Br- a lot in that time. Now, now, Brent. Yeah, I'm just sitting here listening for now, but one of the I things- saw the I've seen the pictures. <laughs> and I think I've been uh, this. This is just upsetting because I think I've been missing out. <laughs> <laughs> 
we're just gonna, we're just gonna send Carter's going to be uploading some of my pictures, and we can judge for ourselves. <laughs> Are these pictures of cats? Because I've been drawing, I've been on this cat bandwagon for a long time. Brent's a cat, a cartoon cat drawing connoisseur. Cartoon cat connoisseur, I like it. Brent, I remember you had a sketchbook at university, Brent. Right? Whoa! Right? Whoa! Oh. In our prep work, I thought this was like in junior high and elementary school. No, drawing no. pictures of cats. No, Brent. I remember the whole what... subject of the thing was Brent has a kid who's been missing out. But you're telling me he did this as an adult? Oh, yeah. I this s- was a couple of years. I ago. still am, Carter. This is just what I. It's what I do. He doodled, right? You doodle in a book, right? But yeah. cats exclusively, mostly. Mm, cute. Some cubes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sometimes he draws cubes. Cubes of cats. <laughs> Cubes with whiskers on them. But I remember one day you were gone and there was like a book on the floor. And I was like, (laughs) what the hell is this? And I I had a book that was exactly like it where I kept lyrics, which if I found my old lyric books, that would be the most embarrassing thing maybe ever. Right. Uh, But so I looked at it. I was like, well, what the hell is this doing here? And I open it up and it's like 40 pages of like, and they're like, One's, like, in the center of the page, and the next page is, like, in the upper right corner. The next one's, like, a full-page drawing, and they're all, like, there's either, like, a block or, like, blocks stacked on top of each other or cats. Just <laughs> just tons of... And your cats look like aliens. All of your cats look like aliens. It's scared. I honestly was, like, legitimately, like, a little scared of you for a while. I was like, Brent is messed in the head. How, did you approach him? Did you like, no. hey, uh, is there a cat? I told this? a couple of our friends, and we were like, this is the best. But we never did anything with it. <laughs> but but I looked uh, on the a, wall. I was in a phase, yeah. I was in university by myself. You guys were all sitting Gallo around playing, playing, playing Mario Kart for a year. <laughs> I had to go off to a big city by myself to go to university. So I bought a sketchbook, even though I can't draw. And just let it flow. And that's what came out. It meant a lot. I respect that. I respect that. Uh, and I, when I'll see I saw what I can tr- do about finding that. I think I've still got that, so maybe I'll right. ship the book off to Carter or something, and he can scan it. He can blog it. <laughs> that would be a beautiful thing. I remember looking at the picture of this kid and thinking, you know what? Like the, I thought it was you first of all. I was like, Brent must have done these. Then I was like a seven-year-old girl drawing cats and painting them. So what I'm thinking is. Um, can we like maybe adopt a kid? Uh, like the podcast, adopt a child, and then just maybe Brent could draw pictures, and we could say it was the kid. Hmm. Put him to work. Yeah. Okay. I'll get started on the uh, adoption application. Form. I heard First it's name, a long comes, process. But... Last name, some wisdom. <laughs> so we could have a child, maybe a sweatshop. Maybe we could get a couple kids. Na- start naming the other one, Fabio. Yeah, I think there's money to be made in this though. I think we should have children to paint for us. Like they could put themselves through college or whatever. So why do they have to be in sweatshops if I'm doing the drawings just to keep them busy? I don't. I don't see where you're <laughs> yeah, going. Yeah, I guess with this. I'm. I'm oppressing well, them really. They're well, Brent. You you have problems sometimes with uh, computer stuff, so they'd be you know scanning and, and doing the email. <laughs> you can do the drawing. The kids will let them do that technical. stuff. We could have one of them set up the mics, you know. And <laughs> I like it. Maybe podcast. not a sweatshop. Just but put me- them to work. Yeah. Maybe we just, just put need- them to work. Wait. What if we got a monkey? 
and we said the monkey was making the cat pictures. So you think... I'm starting to get a bit offended now. Yeah, yesterday I was, like, losing my mind, and I was like, why am I so, like, wound up and so tense? And, like, all I did was sit around here and record all day, and I was like, what's going on? And then I, like, looked at the coffee bag bean, and it's, like, a quarter empty, and I got it, like, yesterday. And I didn't oh, even... So what's that? These are, like... These aren't, like, chocolate-covered ground. No, I just went to Starbucks and bought a bag of coffee beans, but I took it up to my room by accident when I came home. I just had it in my backpack. Mm. It's never left my room. I've just been eating it by, like, the handful. <laughs> now, Carter, that's one thing about you, is that you, uh, you, you really, like, you're not good at detecting the sarcasm, are you? Well, I don't, you know, I haven't listened to enough of these episodes. But you, so but you know, but you, like, you, uh, you, you have such a faith in people that, like, you think that you think that everybody is you basically. You think you you give everybody the benefit of the doubt, and well, uh, and that's one thing. And so uh, now that we mention this, I, I just want to maybe think about the zombie survival plan, right? Because see, that's my key element of surviving a zombie apocalypse is basically giving nobody in the world the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> now yours, you would like. You would, like, leave your door open and be like, come on in, it's good here. Like, what would you, how would you approach this situation? Well, if a zombie apocalypse did break out, I I have thought about this and what exactly I would do in this situation. Have you thought about it or have you, like, mapped this out? (laughs) Just thought about it, not uh, gone to that extent. But, see, a big part of zombie and zombie video games and comics is you got to find someone who knows how to shoot a gun, right? And uh, I don't really... Even coming from a small town where, you know, you think a lot of people are into hunting and stuff, not too many people I know know how to shoot. So one of us on the show has uh, a bit of training in the army, and uh, I think I'd just go track them down and, and, and look to them for support. But you, but you don't know how to shoot a gun at all? No. Have you ever <laughs> shot a gun? Anything. No, not even a BB gun. Just like a, a dart gun, I guess. You was pass the most a firearm of a Delta. dart gun. <laughs> I guess you a know. dart gun. You lick the sticky end. Not a not a like it. poison dart. No, no. not like <laughs> like a, a plastic one that sticks onto mirrors if you shoot it just right. Why is it that whenever I think of dart guns, I think of Antonio Banderas? <laughs> I don't. It just seems like something he would use. Just hi- hiding up in the tree. Yeah, I need to shoot you anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, like, your basic survival plan that you've planned out is go find Brent? Go find Brent, yeah. Because he's sort of mentioned before that his parents live on a farm, and if a zombie broke out, if zombies broke out, then uh, he'd go hold up for it there. So my plan would be to travel to his parents' farm and, and just hope he takes me in. Yeah, but do they know you? <laughs> His parents don't really, so that I would have to time it right. So I'd have to make sure he's the first to arrive. Otherwise, well, you do I'd... drive like an eighty-year-old woman, <laughs> I guess so like you, be. the zombies could probably walk with you all the way to Brent's farm. <laughs> They'd be like, just yeah, that would be Carter, like driving in a city that was invaded by zombies, and he'd be like driving his minivan, and he'd be like, he'd be like trying not to hit them. He'd be like, oh, yeah. it'd be like Carter, you're going like seven miles an hour in a swarm of zombies. He's like, well, what if one of them isn't a zombie? I don't want to hurt them. 
And he'd be like <laughs> driving all slow, and then that's how you would die, Carter. You wouldn't even make it out of the city. <laughs> I live pretty close to the edge of the city, though, so it shouldn't be too bad. But yeah, so I'd have to make sure Brent gets there first, because you know I'd roll up on the, the edge of the farm. Maybe Brent's dad would think I'm a zombie and start shooting at me, and I'd be like, me and your son do a podcast together. Stop shooting. A what? <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, what's a podcast? I'd be like, it's like this on-demand internet radio show. It's like radio, but it's but it's not radio. It's on the internet. You listen on your iPod. Subscribe, by the way. <laughs> you you don't subscribe to the show? <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my disco ball air horn above the computer hasn't gone off because of you <laughs> giving me an extra number. <laughs> So, yeah, that's why Brent has to get there first before I do. Now, what would you have to offer us, Carter? Once <laughs> yeah, that is the real part. Now, this has been, I've actually thought about this because. <laughs> Poor a, negotiating I, I can't skills. Shoot the amount of ammo I would take learning how to shoot. And I, I don't really have any food preparation skills of any kind, so I'm, I'm just basically relying on your kindness. Oh. <laughs> and my dog would have to come too. Your dog. Your dog might be able to do something. Yeah, I guess so. It's pretty mean, you know. Your dog could fight zombies. zombies. Yeah, it could. But then if it turns into a zombie dog, then it would probably take over the world. So <laughs> maybe I shouldn't bring it. Okay, so yeah, I'm just relying on the kindness of Brent. So you have nothing to give to this. So I, I gave you a shot, and what you said you have to bring to this is nothing. You I have, have superior audio vision. Audio editing skills, oh. which may come in handy if you're trying to send out a uh, uh, emergency message. So ba- you could keep the podcast going post-apocalypse. Yeah. yeah, you know, I'd adjust Brent's <laughs> microphone for him there. <laughs> Brent, it's Sunday. It's we have, o'clock. We got to record. Brent. Then that's Trevor's your whole plan. On, on Skype already, and he's not going to be here all day. Brent, Brent, what's yours? I'm just thinking about Carter would be the guy at the start of Dawn of the Dead with a <laughs> megaphone screaming. Hello. <laughs> Are you talking original or remake? Original. Okay. Is anybody there? Carter's always the guy. Yeah. He's always that guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I'm confused. I'm saying Day of the Dead. Oh, I'll have to edit edit that out. <laughs> sound good. Yeah, you just exposed yourself as maybe not the zombie expert you once thought you were. No, I don't. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> so Carter so would be who? Oh, it's just a guy who stands at the edge, edge of a town with a microphone screaming for seeing if anyone's <laughs> there. <laughs> that's a good way to die. And he'd like, are you a zombie? <laughs> You'd be asking them. You wouldn't. You couldn't kill a zombie, could you, Carter? I don't know if I have the upper body strength to properly swing an axe. <laughs> but no, this, this talk has made me realize that I need to start developing skills so people take me in. You need eventually. to do some trading. Yeah, that's yeah. Add that to your list of things. Okay. <laughs> Keep us updated, please. Make a trading <laughs> montage, please. I've got nothing crazy. Do you have anything? Just trust nobody? That is my basic plan. Like, go out to Kill a farm. A lot of, well, you'd probably just start, what, actually killing people regardless? <laughs> <laughs> Thought they were up. When in doubt. Uh, you'd really have to convince me you weren't a zombie. Maybe you could, like, tap dance or something. 
like do something very non-zombie like like do a dance for me right now like hammer dance and how would you make sure that they hadn't been bitten recently? Would you make them like strippers? Yes, in front of you? absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And if anyone got bit, I would shoot them in the face instantly. There wouldn't be any crying. There wouldn't be any like, go. Oh, I'm sorry for you, or that. It just and there'd be one person with the gun. I'd be the guy that everybody would kill eventually, probably. We'd all Hunter turn takes on it yeah. too far. Yeah. yeah. Try, like, guess, just, yeah. That's the only, only way could, to take it. Yeah, I guess my whole plan would be to get to the super special island. The isolated island, but that's that's tough. Well, especially in like Manitoba. Yeah, in the middle of a gigantic prairie. Climate. It's it's a it's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> Maybe you could build a moat around your house. That could work. It's like, got the garden hose. I hope the city left the water on. <laughs> oh, building moats. That cool. That's it. I have experience in building, digging ditches. That I could be the designated <laughs> Is that like some kind of racist digger. joke? Is that what that was? No, no, really, I've done it as a summer job, but I'm, I, I'd have my suspicions at this soon. In prison? Okay. okay, guys. No, summer job. So as soon as I finished digging the ditch, Brent would probably just shoot me. <laughs> I would. Okay. I... Another m- m- one less mouth to feed. You're too tired to contribute anymore. <laughs> You've served our purpose. Oh, that's not be Carter. I wouldn't like shoot you. That could be bring a lot of noise or something. <laughs> <laughs> don't stab me. Don't something. fight it. Don't fight it. Choke <laughs> him out. Just Jack Bauer style. Just don't fight it, Curtis. Don't fight it. <laughs> So on today's this episode, ah! <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you know, we've got a lot of listeners who don't know who we actually like look like and stuff. They just hear our voices. So I was thinking, like, a new listener who doesn't know us, what would be a way to describe us? I think maybe Brent is Mark Hamill, aka Luke Skywalker. <laughs> kind of looks like him, you know, with shorter hair. And then Trevor is kind of like Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell with a, with a mix of DiCaprio. What? <laughs> oh, I hate you. No, what I be? I don't know. Keanu? Carter? Yeah, you're definitely got the Keanu vibe. I don't know. I think you guys really look like those, those people, those reference points. But it's a bit, a bit tougher to get me, I think. Brent, who does Carter look like? Well, now I'm just thinking of Screech from Saved by the Bell, but that's not, <laughs> that's not accurate. That's Maybe an, an older Screech, yeah, like the current version. A more mature Screech? Yeah. A mature Screech. So I think this was good, happened. guys. That's how it goes. This is... I, I, I label you guys in a positive light. You know... <laughs> Guys and girls have up in their in their bedroom walls and posters. <laughs> yeah, lots this is of how girls. How you pay me? You <laughs> label me a screech. No mature screech. <laughs> mature screech. Oh, that's a lot better. He turned out well, Carter. <laughs> Carter, what is our email address? Here comes some wisdom at gmail.com. Could you say that one more time, please? 
Here comes some wisdom at gmail.com. Okay, much better. Just like last week, we were talking about all the good emails we had. This week, not so hot. We'd like some better emails. Yeah. Mostly comes from one person. (laughs) Do you know? I'm guessing you all know who I'm talking about. Why don't you read it? Okay, it's from again. Yeah, so this is yeah, this is from Kyle. Kyle. Kyle, would you say he's a friend of ours? He's a two friend of ours. Yeah, he's an acquaintance. Yeah, there's another Kyle. Kyle. I believe his I believe his real name is Kyle too. Yeah, there's another Kyle who would be better (laughs) than him. If he he emailed us, we'd be happy. Yeah. Be ecstatic. Oh, Kyle emailed us. But this is Kyle 2. But Kyle 2 writes in to say, Good day, mates. First of all, Kyle 2 is not Australian, but he's living there now. He's pretending to be. <laughs> so, so that's how he starts off his email. Oh, shoot, shoot. Was he upset about my Australian accents from like episode 3? Perhaps, now that he's oh, Australian. Yeah. So he's three cultured. Episodes. So. Kyle 2 writes in to say, Good day, mates. Three episodes in, not a single reference to Catch a Predator or Chris Hansen. I am disappointed. And that's all he has to say. So he just emails in to just put us down. Yeah. Yeah, well, guess what, Kyle? Maybe if you listen to the actual podcast before you start complaining about it. Maybe then, you know? Because guess what happens? What Does he, does he email us back, Brent? Carter... First, can you go to your log? Yeah, he did email us back. Boy, there is egg on my face. Yeah, of course there is. I actually listened to the episodes now, and now I see that you have it in the second episode. Yeah. Big surprise. So maybe you should listen to the episodes, Kyle, before you start criticizing us. Other people feel free to write in, please. We like your emails. Kyle, too. (laughs) He can just... Give us the download numbers from now from this point on. Yeah, we just want your Australian download. Yeah, we need all the international listeners we can. So keep downloading. We know you don't listen and stop emailing. Yeah, you don't listen. We all know it, Kyle. Now we're on to you. You probably tell your friends it's your podcast, your Australian <laughs> mates. So we got another email too uh, from from Cam. Basically, decide he said he said we have to tell the story of when. He's a, he's a, I had a couple pranksters actually as coaches in high school, and uh, what what are the he he was a, he was a basketball coach, and um, we were driving into the next province. We were all kids, right? We were like 15, 16, 17. Those of us fortunate enough to make the team, Carter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cam emails in trying to talk about good basketball stories. Something I didn't get to experience. Cam was the coach when I was in grade 12. I'd been on the team previous two years. Gave me the axe. Cut me. <laughs> Cold as ice. I know. I know. It actually turned out for the better. And I Why? Think Why did it turn out for the better? What are you, Michael Jordan now? You got cut from your team. Now you're in the NBA, Carter? Yeah, well... I played I, basketball with you, Carter. There is a reason you got cut. <laughs> I know. But... Uh, he technically put me on the practice squad because because he knew my parents drove a lot, so it, <laughs> it was a, it was a vehicle to take the tournaments. So that was good, but no, it turned out to be better because then I, I was the understudy for uh, the star basketball player, and I took his role in our uh, drama dinner theater, 
And then I got a really big role for the musical, so <laughs> did all this drama stuff. And now, you know, the podcast might not be happening if it weren't for that. So big thanks to Cam for, for giving me the axe there. It actually was for the best. It was for the best. It's yeah. funny how life works. I was like, you became an actor. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, you didn't. <laughs> Do you think, Listen. does the life log go back to that day? Carter, do you have a life log to the day you got cut? Oh, for sure. Oh! <laughs> 2003, yeah. We need that day. We need... So that would be around, I'm guessing... Well, I wouldn't December write that in the 2003. Yeah, I didn't write that actually in the log, though. I only put... Uh, you only put happy experiences. times. Yeah. You only was, put happy things in your life log. You it, it was erased. upsetting at the time, and I've only become to appreciate it now. Carter, did you cry? Back. No, I wasn't. I wasn't that into did it. Did you cry? No, it, it sort of opened up. Did you some... cut yourself? <laughs> well, so <laughs> it made me realize that the only reason I'd made the the basketball team previous years was it was the volleyball coach who coached both, and I was MVP volleyball team player. So. I guess he wanted to keep me in good spirits and on his good side, so he just threw me on the basketball Oh, so he was fun. using you for your other mad skills. He also wanted you to continue <laughs> acting. He was scared that if that if, if he cut you, you would lose your acting prestige. You'd, you'd lose your confidence, and you couldn't be the you couldn't carry the entire musical. No. So anyway, I, we we were driving on a basketball trip, which you never got to do, Carter. And. Um, we came to the next province over. We came to Saskatchewan, and I remember him pulling over, basically, and saying, All right, guys, everybody. Uh, I think this was something he picked up from someone else, too. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Maybe I'm confusing my stories. But basically, yeah, everybody, we got to pull over. you got to get your IDs. We're going into the next province, so get your IDs ready because we're coming up to the border right now. And once we cross the border, we need our IDs because the cops are going to check us there and make sure we can all get into the province. And And I remember there was two people, especially, that were completely panicking like like breathing like like, oh no we drove two hours and I don't have I don't have my ID and I'm not gonna go into the next province and like you know then all of a sudden it's like vroom (laughs) just drive right by the board it's like welcome to Saskatchewan (laughs) (laughs) I remember there being some sheer panic in the van though it kind of reminds me of a time when I rode the bus to school and that'll be another thing we'll talk about eventually over the episodes is the two awesome brothers that I got to ride with um, (laughs) on the bus. They were basically future convicts that I got to share the bus with when I was like in kindergarten (laughs) in grade one. And I remember I, I forgot my winter Olympics, my kindergarten winter Olympics sign up sheet, parental permission form. So I had to ride the bus for like an hour and a half in the morning Knowing that when I got to school that day, there would be no Olympics for me. I would have to sit inside and watch the other kids in the Olympics. So I was in kindergarten. And I was pretty much crying my face off the entire bus ride. I was just bawling. And so Captain Convict, like, tattooing himself. <laughs> took He took time out from giving his brother an ear piercing <laughs> on the back of the bus. And basically called me to the back of the bus. He's like, hey, you, sit here. I'm like, I thought he was going to beat me up. He was going to punch me. I was like, this is getting... Because he used to beat the crap out of everybody on the bus. So I was like, oh, he's going to beat me up. And I'm not going to get to the Olympics. He's like, listen, we'll call your parents. They'll bring in the form. It's going to be okay. It's like, 
<laughs> that he looks at me, he's like, if you ever tell anyone that I was nice to you, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> dead serious. Awesome. Well, that's a good tease. I can't wait till we hear the full story like you alluded to. Oh, oh you suck. <laughs> said, this is for this is a story for another day, but I'm gonna tell it. Well no, I, I do remember everybody everybody makes their high school music videos, right? That's that's a part of that's a rite of passage almost. Never mind high school movies. That's a that's a whole nother rich topic. Many topics actually about the actual films, the the, the the great films we used to make in high school, but we had a music video competition once. Carter, have you ever been? You ever done that? I know Brent and I were in the same grade, so. Oh yeah, I did Enrique Iglesias, the hero video. <laughs> Truly epic. How did you decide to do Enrique Iglesias? I think it was mostly our friend Kyle. He came up with it as a joke. Maybe Joel. Yeah. Was, okay. It's, well, it's a good tune, you know. Okay, now see, yours, yours is fun. Like Brent and our, like my video. My video is serious, Carter. <laughs> My video was about the planet Earth. Who? What song did you use? Uh, I'd rather not say. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather. Actually, I. Bon Jovi. Surprisingly, step... not. No. <laughs> <laughs> One step worse. Worse. Bon Jovi. The Canadian Bon Jovi. <laughs> Brian Adams. <laughs> Also, the first concert I went to. We'll have to talk about my Brian Adams concert experience sometime. <laughs> it's a very sad story. Um, so yeah, I decided that we had a we had a, a video competition, and uh, Brent was in it as well. And so we had a group project, and we decided we were going to do something, and it like fell apart, and it was terrible. So like in one day, me and one of the other girls in our project decided we were going to redo the the video last minute, which I seem to, which seems to be another trend in high school movies is that on the last day you redo the entire thing and it turns into a big joke. Except ours was serious, so we did we did um, a video on how the planet was being destroyed to a Brian Adams video using such awesome techniques as opening up National Geographic magazines and taking still like video clips of like page by page of a National Geographic and just cutting it together to make it look all heavy. And uh, Brent, on the other hand, I think there was some live action shots in there too, Brent, and I think those got to you, right? I, we'll talk about that, but Brent, you did a video too, right? Yeah. Mine, it's funny, the story sounds about the same. <laughs> I had a video that, another idea that fell through. So on the last day, I pulled out some old war magazines and took still pictures of them. Now, was it your video that got scrapped? Like, that girl had problems, right? There is problems with the video, yeah. <laughs> yeah this girl <laughs> had issues. Serious issues. So you decided to take over? Yeah, I remember there was something, it was a propaganda song. <laughs> uh, the theme was something about rape, unfortunately. That was her, that was her, that she's like, let's make a movie about this. No, yeah. let's not. Let's not. So you guys didn't get to pick your groups, eh? Not so much, no. So I Okay, did, yeah. we did, so that worked out. Yeah. So that's n nothing better for a guy than to be running around <laughs> trying to rape the other girls. Yeah, that's where, thanks, <laughs> thanks for putting me in this position. <laughs> thanks. 
So she left town, right? Yeah, luckily she had left town for the day before, so we <laughs> it was remade on. it. Yeah, so made a nice. Ours was about war, and it was bad. Or what? War, war is bad. Oh, okay. The theme of ours, yes. Just to so, clear that up. War is bad. The video. Yeah, ours was not. But bad. yours was good. I you suppose. Did it too. It, yeah, it had a good theme. War is bad. Went to. Didn't go the Brian Adams route. <laughs> you played a bit that. more serious? Yeah, tried to play a bit more serious than than that. Even though, would you even say yours would vanish, your vanishing Brian Adams thing, was that intentionally bad or at the time where you're like, this is all right? You were feeling it. <laughs> okay, well, it, my honest mindset was like, I think I was already past the Brian Adams love at that point a little bit. But but I we needed something that was very literal because we ran out of ideas. Yeah. And I needed a song. I was like, we have to. And I was like, I know a song about the earth dying. At least I thought that's what it was about. And or, uh, yeah. or aside, I had all these great. I had all these ideas. That was when you were Rwanda was going something. on at the time. So it started off in the old war stuff. And then. As the music picks up, it goes into modern day live action footage. I was like, "Yeah, this means something." But then it came to awards time. Well, yeah, what, then, what that, song did you actually use there, Brent? You never. I did not. No, I didn't hear. No. What song did you use? You you put it to Paranoid Android, right? That's right. That's so I, I, yeah. I remember the end of your video cutting like really fast during the like. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. That part and that all that He's all like, would have done with two VCRs edited, or a VCR and a camera. Yeah, and it's like getting intense and all modern, and then it like ends all intense, and it's like everybody was like, "This is the most intense video anybody's ever and, made." And like, that's it a was, long song too, right? So that's a lot of editing. Yeah, it was pretty much a, a, an amazing video, and then it came to awards time. Best video right here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Brian Adams, Dungeon National Geographic, in two hours in a basement. Yeah, I think that broke yeah. any English, that that killed any English dreams that I ever had of being a writer. <laughs> well, or anything, just crushed. How did, how did, why do you think he won, Brent? What did he, uh, what did he do in particular that set his video ahead of yours? There was one scene. That's right. Where it was talking about the rain or something. And he had edited in driving down a road as it was raining, and the windshield and? wiper and the windshield wipers were moving along with the drums. That's exactly what did it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pro. That's pro. I want to, I want to find the lyrics to this song because people all over they build on solid ground. They build it up and then they tear it down. Take it or leave it. Who cares how much it costs? They'll never know what is gone until it's lost, till it's vanishing. Now, at the end of the song, I believe one of the lyrics is till it's vanishing, comma, yeah, vanishing. <laughs> now, 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 the song changes a bit in the bridge. I don't, I don't really understand. The whole other part is about, you know, the earth. And all of a sudden, it's like, if it takes all night... Gonna swim your sea. Gonna sail your ocean. Gonna shake your tree. 
gonna climb your mountain, gonna shine your light. Whoa, slow down here. Sounds like he really loves the earth. Wanna row your river, darling, if it takes all night. I don't know what he's trying to do to the planet at this point. <laughs> but I remember that part even in high school being like, that's a little weird. I think he's talking like sexy time with the planet. I'm not a fan of that. And so at the awards ceremony when I won, Brent, you were a little crushed. What did, didn't you win a video? Didn't you win a prize as well? Probably. Maybe maybe editing. Edit something. You won, you won another. You didn't win the big one. You didn't win the Oscar like I did. But, you know, whatever. Of course we all not. Can't be winners. No. <laughs> And uh, I remember my entire, the favorite part of the entire day, besides winning the, the best picture, of course, was uh, Brent's acceptance of the award. What were you wearing, Brent, when you came up to accept your award? Black pants, black turtleneck, black toque, <laughs> black sunglasses, I think. Yes, you pretty much, you looked pretty hardcore. And then you had some other people in your group who were like, oh, thank you. This is really nice. And it was all nice. I think Buffy was in your group. She was all sweet. And then Brent grabs the trophy, like, puts it up, like, (laughs) I'd like to thank God. (laughs) Then he just, like, walks off the stage. Yeah, and peace out. Just gangster. You peaced out so hard. Oh, he dropped the mic. Yeah, it's like, boom. Boom. And everybody was so confused. You are too method. <laughs> You're too method. <laughs> Confusing kids. Oh, I loved it, Brent. So. All right. Okay, Carter, it's time for you to lose yourself in the moment. Never let it. it go. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> go, Carter. Okay. So that has been episode five of Here Comes Some Wisdom. You can always email us at herecomesomewisdom at gmail.com. Find our blog at herecomesomewisdom.blogspot.com. And that's about it. Enjoy well, the last segment. Tell a friend, please. Yeah. If there's one thing I have to say is tell a friend and make them listen to it and make them listen to it. Like, just don't, you know, just drive it home. This is the best podcast you because that's going to help us grow. Or even tell a friend who you think is listening. Talk about it. Talk about the episode. Maybe they aren't listening, and then you'd be like, oh, you know, you should Spread listen. the wisdom. Yeah. Spread the wisdom. So well, how are we going to end this, Carter? Well, we got a very special interview thanks to your trip down to California. You managed to hang out with the celebrity for the weekend, and uh, he called in to the show to do an interview. So big props to our agent. Yeah, yeah. We got a shout out. Uh, we, we, weren't, we weren't there for the interview. We kind of, there was like a scheduling kind of issue but we still got an interview right you still delivered the goods right? i did yeah all right well i hope everybody enjoys it this has been episode five of here comes some wisdom and uh we'll be out next friday as as per usual enjoy <laughs> trevor has a very bronx <laughs> trevor's coming <laughs> very back from the bronx, bronx. <laughs> so enjoy i think And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Okay, this is Carter in the studio by himself 
waiting for Trevor Brenton Charlie Sheen himself to call in. Yes, it's our first celebrity interview. Very excited. Now, me and Charlie, we've exchanged emails and talked on the phone before, but this is the first. Hello? Hello. Hey, Charlie. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. I'm glad you answered, my man. What's going on? Everything and nothing. And how are you feeling? I feel great. I'm just um, here. I am I am here and ready. I am, I'm actually hungry. <laughs> well, maybe eat a sandwich after the interview. So you're okay, though, right? Oh, God. Better than okay. I'm me. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> uh, how are things, man? I don't know. Uh, aren't Trevor and Brent supposed to be with you? Yeah, I was going to do your show today. Yeah, with them. They're supposed to be with you. Uh, they were they were there for the weekend. They're supposed to be in your house now. Did you plan? What did they tell you? I... You get ready. We'll get ready. And I got ready. I went back. Nobody's there. Did they try calling you or something? Uh, my cell um, actually exploded. It actually exploded. <laughs> uh, uh, caught fire. Uh, put it out quickly. Um, <laughs> no, um, I think they were trying to get a hold of me, but thanks to AT&T, they couldn't. Well, uh, we don't have uh, AT&T in Canada. Maybe their cell phones didn't link up. What do you think? Um, I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm just, uh, I'm here and I'm ready. They're not. Bring it, you know? Okay, I'll do this interview solo. Awesome. So, first question, a little bit personal, but it's kind of obligatory. You're not doing any drugs, right? You're clean? 100%. P- P- and clean. Uh, I just said pee on your show. Sorry, man. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to earn us an explicit rating on iTunes now. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Don't worry. Okay, so let's get talking more about Brent and Trevor visiting you. I was supposed to go, but I had a doctor's appointment I couldn't miss. Some people don't know, but we are represented by the same agent, and he said we should come down and get some advice from you. So what did uh, you, Trevor, and Brent do? Just hang out, you know. Nothing more specific? Uh, we had a little get-together here, just just chilled. Um, you know, there was... It was pretty mellow. What did you, you think of Brent? Yeah, man. One of my favorite people. How Did he party hard? Uh, like a maniac. <laughs> well, if I talk to him before you do, do you want me to tell him anything? Tell him he left his bong. He left his herb. <laughs> he sent to me. I left it all at my house. And I'm like, I'm drug free. Come get this stuff, young man. Well, he's, he's pretty awesome, eh? Um, best guy alive. Um, <laughs> well, did... Uh, Trevor was supposed to come down there show you a few songs. He's putting a band together. Wanted to maybe get your take collaborate what did you think of the music yeah most of it's really lame too <laughs> come on come on you can't be serious yeah i know it's a big joke well okay honest opinion what you think based on meeting him let me just let me say this like the best dude alive um it would be epic trevor and charlie epic collaboration indeed so at the end of the day okay guys no i think they're both fabulous <laughs> except when they make fun of me all the time but <laughs> okay so our shared agent wanted to get some advice for the show talk to you what were you thinking of saying i hey. thought all right man let's just get down to the brass tacks tell these kids what it's all about make it quick and then just run <laughs> there was no you know it wasn't like i had an option right well sorry that was kind of rude um well anyways I, I talked to them and they said they didn't you didn't really give them any advice about the show why uh, it was just a ton of pressure and i started um it i i i i felt as prepared and 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 relaxed uh as if i were about to do a shakespeare play on broadway having never done shakespeare well what would you advise them now after the fact what i would what i would advise them to do though was just just make it their own. And how do I keep the other guys fired up about doing it every week? You gotta find things about it to, to kind of reignite the passion. The passion can always be there if you keep your if, uh, if 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 the pilot light is still burning. You know. Yeah. So 
that's good advice for the show. But the advice that they said that you did give wasn't about the show. It was about something else. What did you say? So I, I, I said, um, stay away from the crack, <laughs> which I think is pretty good advice. Unless you can manage it socially. If you can manage it socially, then go for it. But not a lot of people can, you know? Yeah, totally. So uh, with that, let's transition. And- hey, sorry, dude. I um, don't mean to interrupt. No problem. How does the show transition? How do you... We play this music that this guy we know wrote. It's synthesizer going do, 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 do. Um, yeah. So you listen to the show. Do you like it? Love it. What do you love about it? What's not to love? How about being on the show? You like in the interview? I'm enjoying every moment, man. Well, it's good because you've done quite a bit. They must get still after a while, hey? A little bit, yeah, because you do something like this and, you know, you get into kind of, uh, I don't want to say a redundant pattern, but it gets very sort of um, redundant. Well, yeah, that's why we've got to keep it fun for we'll you. We won't do any uh, interviews except you. How about that? Oh, it sounds awesome. That... Hold on, sip of coffee, dry mouth, hold on. Bad coffee, dryer mouth. Um, <laughs> oh my God, what does he mean, dryer mouth? He's smoking crack again. <laughs> so we've done a couple episodes. How many would you listen to theoretically? 177,000 episodes. Um, <laughs> we might be that high if you count all the practice ones. Anyways, I'm glad you're enjoying the interview. What do you think? And- I just think it's it's awesome. This this could be my final interview. Yeah, you got a lot to say. It's- we gotta hang out in person, man. This is like, I mean, you're getting like the G-rated version. I got yeah. I got stories that, you know, I think would change the way you look at the world, you know? Well, what are we going to do together in person? Yeah, no, we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just sail across the winds of the universe, my man. <laughs> what? I don't even know what that means. No, we'll, we'll hang out. You'll meet, you'll see people roll through here and, you, and <laughs> you'll be like, you know that guy? Well, that's if I come to your place. Why don't you come up here? Have you ever been to Canada before? Uh, no, I haven't. I know it sounds blasphemous. I just haven't. Well, how about, here's the deal. You come up here, you can hang out with all three of us, come see the studio, you can stay at my place. On all five of my children, done. Now, what, dude, what kind of a place have I agreed to stay at? One with a lot of animals, so I hope you're not allergic. Um, but yeah, if you come here, then I'll come down to uh, California. Oh, awesome, and you'll be here, and I'm, I'm, dude, I'm coming in. I'm on your couch. <laughs> don't worry about that. I got a guest bedroom. You can have that. Oh, I didn't want to assume anything, man. So we'll have to plan some activities, ones that stay away from like drugs and alcohol. You got a bit of history. Clearly. Um, I've got all the Nintendo systems. Brent and Trevor will come over. That's what yep. we'll do. Yeah, we'll play Mario Kart all night. Best party ever. <laughs> so Brent said he plays in NHL '95 with you in California. Is he good? He's a pure genius. That that man could play the game. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, running out of time here. Um, so you enjoyed? You're a rock star, man. All BSSI. You're just you're just the best in the biz. It's always an honor to talk to you and. I gotta come in studio. Yeah, come to Canada, stay at my place. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you, sir. Oh well, so that looks also. Like- oh, quick shout out. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the coach, uh, Tony T, um, <laughs> and Doc Mike in West Virginia. Who are those guys? I can't explain any of that. <laughs> okay, so Charlie, here comes some wisdom. Thank you very much. All right, bye bye. Hey, see you later. Bye. Gonna shake your tree Gonna climb